Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 16 of Hockey Heads Podcast. I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. And, um, yeah, we got a good amount of stuff to cover for this week. There's been a lot of interesting games. I bet you're looking for the ones to fit into your uh, column for that. But, yeah, so let's get into it. We're the Hockey Heads. We talk about hockey. We talk about hockey. A lot of hockey. We like hockey. We talk about hockey. Yes, we like hockey. Hockey Heads Podcast. Alrighty, folks. Let's get into this episode of Hockey Heads Podcast. Um, starting off with the news for this week. Alright, so kind of like the headliner, I guess, because, um, you know, it's a decent-sized trade, um, given that, you know, the deadline's coming up and we might see some more exciting ones as a little kickoff, I guess, to the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, since the Taylor Hall trade, not much exciting news and trades at all. Yeah, um, but Jack Campbell, goaltender, and Kyle Clifford, longtime left winger, have both been traded from the Los Angeles Kings to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Kings got from the Toronto Maple Leafs Trevor Moore and two third-round draft picks. I'm pretty sure for 2021 and 2022. If yeah, I'm not and I, wrong. I think that um, one or both of them are um, conditional, mm-hmm. and I think that this is a good trade um, because the um, the Maple Leafs they they needed a backup goaltender. Um, Jack Campbell. I think he's better than Michael Hutchinson, and I think he can get the job done better than him. And then they pick up Kyle Clifford, who had an assist on the 2014 Stanley Cup winning. Yeah. Oh. And then also, both Dean Kukin, Kukan, Kukin. Um, of the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, a journal nurse of the uh, Edmonton Oilers, they both signed two-year contracts. Darnell Nurses was for $1.2 million, and um, Kukan was for $3.3 million. You mean 11.2 or 1.2? I believe it was 11.2. Yeah, because if Kukan got 3.3, then Nurse would have gotten more mm-hmm. than him, I think. Yeah. And then, um, also in the news, Boston defenseman Jeremy Lawson... I don't know. Lazone. Lazone. I don't know I don't how to know. pronounce <laughs> yeah. most names. Uh, has been suspended for two games for an illegal hit on uh, Derek Stepan. Stepan. Step. Stepan. 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 Stepan of the um, Arizona Coyotes. Now I'm just. I feel like I'm doing it on purpose. Um, and then a few players are to get their um, numbers retired. A few big big names. St. Louis Blues are retiring. Chris Pronger's number, and um, Vancouver Canucks soon, this is more soon, um, I think Pronger's going to be next season, but um, both of the Sedins, number 22, Daniel, and number 33, Henrik, are both getting their numbers um, retired by the Vancouver Canucks. And that's a coincidence because um, 22, Daniel Sedin, 33, Mm -hmm. Henrik Sedin, and then 44, Chris Chris Pronger. Yeah, so I... Don't think did Chris Pronger play number forty four when he played for the uh, Flyers? Maybe I don't. Know. I'm not sure. I don't think he did. He might have been like eight or something. You know, something else. And for the three stars of the week, star number three was Andre Vasilevsky. On uh, star number two was Kyle Connor, 
And the first star of the week was Elvis Merzlikens. Is that how you pronounce it? I got Merzlikens. one right. I got, got one right. You did. All right. So that is the news for this week. Now let's go to the players. And so at number 10 was Tuka Rask, who is number one in goals against average. And I think he was, no, he was number one in save percentage and then two in goals against average. He actually led the league through the decade of the 2010s. Mm. In those two categories. At number nine is Austin Matthews with 68 points. At number eight um, is Jonathan Huberdeau with 68 points also. Number seven is Brad Marchand with 69 points. You usually see him um, at like top five, but he's at number seven. And number six, Jack Eichel with 69 points. Number five is Artemi Panarin with 73 points. At number four is Nathan McKinnon with 76 points. And at number three is David Posternock with 78 points. And then number two is Connor McDavid with 81 points. And number one is Leon Dreisaitl, 85 points. Yeah, they're just totally blowing it out of the house this season. Yeah, and he has he has more than one, like, one, of course, more than one goal per point per game and it's like yeah 85 points in 55 games that's pretty good yeah i mean the season's only 82 games right yeah and he are, so he's already i think even like last yeah um, last, last episode time, he was he, he already had you know points per game so now let's go to the top eight teams of this week so our number one team of this week i'm uh washington got kicked down a little bit i guess from their uh loss which are we going to get to? Yeah. I mean, they've just not been too consistent as of late. Um, so, the number one team this week is the Boston Bruins with a 34-11-12 record. They weren't too consistent in that yeah. Red Wings game either. Um, and then Washington is second now with a 36-14-5. and Number three is Tampa Bay Lightning with a 35-15-5. Number four, Pittsburgh Penguins with a 34-15-5. and five. Um, Almost the same. They just have one less win than Tampa Bay. Uh, the Blues have a 32-15-9 and nine record. And number six, Colorado with a 32-16-6. and six. At number seven is the Columbus Blue Jackets with a 30-17-9 and nine. And at number eight is the New York Islanders with a 31, 16, and 6. So those are your top eight teams of this week. Um, which one of those do you think in this past week has performed the best? I think that maybe um, maybe the um, Tampa Bay Lightning because mm. I, I don't think they've been top three yet this year. This year, at least since we've been doing the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's always been, you know, Boston, Washington, and St. Louis, I feel like. Yeah, and, like, of course, um, Elvis Mer- Merzlikens, a huge part of oh, yeah. leading the Columbus Bujackets. Doesn't he have, like, five shutouts in the last eight games or something? Yeah. Or something crazy like that. At one, at one point, he did have that. It was very recently. Yeah. And, all right. Alright, so now let's go to the games of this week. So, at number three was um, the Bruins' unexpected loss against the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, the it's just, there's there's been a lot of inconsistency um, for, like, this 
this year, I mean, the the worst team is beating the best teams, and like, it's like, it's just any strange. given team on any given day, you know. Though, yeah, any NHL team can beat any NHL yeah. team, I think. And um, they lost three to one, uh, just yesterday against the um Detroit Red Wings. It was a pretty good game. Yeah. And number two was the seven-two win for the Vegas Golden Knights against the Florida Panthers. And Mark Stone, a huge part of that, having two goals and three assists in that game. And he had five points. Which is crazy. And then number one is the um, Flyers and Capitals game. And the Flyers, they beat the, the Capitals 7 We didn't two. just beat them. We creamed them. Yeah, I mean, it was just a huge game for, I think, all the Flyers. And... They held Ovechkin off the score sheet. Yeah. <laughs> just not even no goals, but no assists. Yeah. And then also, as our editor slash father said, it's like it's satisfying to get a win like that. But for the for a team like the Flyers, the game before they lost five nothing to the New Jersey Devils. So that just goes to show you the any given team on any given day, but that may not be good for the Flyers right now. They might yeah. need to be able to beat the bad teams and then maybe have a tight game against the good ones. Yeah, definitely. I mean that's what that's what all the teams need to get yeah. the playoff spot. And then now let's go to our little fun section of this week. So what I did for this week was I got three different sources of who were the top five NHL mascots. So I went on the hockeynews.com, which I guess is a, I mean, of course, this is all opinionated, but I guess it's a more of a credible source. I went to myself and, you know, I put mine down and I went to Julian to see his thoughts on this. So the Hockey News, their top five mascots goes like this. So number five, they have Iceberg of the Pittsburgh Penguins, which I do not agree with. I don't think he's a very good mascot. Yeah. As I saw, we saw in a video recently by a hockey channel called Post to Post. Um, Neil from Post to Post gave a very accurate description of what he looks like. It's just his face just looks like he's so surprised and like that something happened. And it, what Neil said was it was like... He just tried to fart, and then, boom, poop came out. And if you look around, you know, his lower area, it's, like, white down there. And you know that bird poop is white. So that was a little, I went into a little bit depth there, but, you know, I don't know if anybody needed that information. But there you have it. <laughs> yeah. Their number four was Wild Wing of the Ducks. Their number three was Harvey the Hound of the uh, Calgary Flames. Their number two was Yuppie of Montreal, and of course, their number one was Gritty. How yeah. could it not be? And um, ours, I at least mine, it's not ranked, like oh, one right. to five. But I mean, you put it pretty accurately, one to five. All right. So for mine, my number five was Stinger because I feel like I just like him as a mascot, and I feel like he's a little bit, you know. Classic, like when you think NHL mascot, he's one of the ones you would kind of think of. I like the mascot, I like the costume, I like the colors, you know, it's just a nice mascot. Number four, Yuppie 
of the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Nothing much. He's just, I feel like, has a lot of history behind him, and he's just kind of a cool mascot. And number three, I had S.J. Sharkey, which I just feel like is another, you know, right, it just comes to mind real quick when you think of NHL mascots. And he's had a history of getting stuck in the top of the stadium. And, yeah. of course, he's just kind of memorable. I really like the mascot. My number two was Wild Wing of the Ducks. I absolutely love the mascot, how he's Tried literally... Tried to jump through flames? I mean, he did get lit on fire back in the 90s. But, um, but yeah, I just think that I like how he's just ripped straight out of a cartoon. And I like just the hockey mask on him. It's just a great mascot. And then my number one, pretty obvious here. Spartacat! <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's gritty. So, let's... Let, I'll let you read off yours. So, um, mine... I'll just put it one to five, since there's five here. And it's it's pretty accurate how you put it, as I said. Um, I, my number five is Yuppie. I, I feel like, for the same reasons, because we don't have... There's not much different reasons or opinions, and I, I think they're... There's a lot of history around mm-hmm. a lot of mascots, like um, Harvey the Hound when he yeah. coach pulled his coach tongue pulled off his tongue out. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, number five is UP, and number four is Blades the Bruin. He's my he. I mean, ranking mascots. He's like if if I had to be real and not bias. Then mm-hmm. I'd say he's number four, but like the thing is, for me as a Flyers fan, sometimes when I say "Oh, Gritty's the best mascot," I feel a little biased. But then I kind of look and see, okay, I'm not being that biased because literally it's, everybody it's else gritty. thinks he's the best mascot. So. And um, yeah, he's um, I I just like the Bruins and I like their mascot. So imagine it's, it's a bear, you know? Yeah, it's not something like random like Victory Green. Yeah, pretty nice name though. And then um, number three is S.J. Sharkey, and I I really like this mascot. Um, and he's definitely um, a better shark than Finn of the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, I, wait, is are whales sharks? Uh, orcas are. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's an orca whale. Yeah, aren't orcas like fish and sharks are fish too? Yeah, All right, whatever. They're both fishes. Yeah. So um, yeah, S.J. Sharkey number three. And then um, number two is Wildwing. Wildwing. I just love that mascot. Yeah. And I collect uh, Funko Pops, which are like figurines that have huge heads, but they're not yet bobbleheads. I don't know. For those who know, you know. But they've made a mascot line recently, and um, they only made six of them. They made like Gritty, Tommy Hawk, Blades, a few, and like a few others. And um, I got the Gritty one, but if they made another one, I just feel like. Wildwing would be such a cool one. Yeah, and um, number one, Grady. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, like, as I said, I feel a little biased, but then I don't feel as bad when I see that, you know, every other list has them as their top, and they aren't Flyers fans, to be honest. Yeah, and um, he is the only NHL mascot that I met. The I you mean, met? wow. You don't, you don't meet mas- yeah, you meet don't NHL mascot, mascot every day, but... but um, yeah, we just said the same exact thing. Yeah. And then you've also met... Um, uh, the Philadelphia yeah, Union, Union mascot, mascot for soccer. So let's go. So that was our little mascot thing. Um, if you want to, go on our Twitter and sound off um, at hockey underscore heads. 
what you think we went wrong with on our mascot list, what you would have put. Or if you completely agree with ours because um, they're pretty good. So let's go to the plays of this week. So a number three was the incredible stop by James Reimer on the two-on-one for the Vegas Golden Knights. They were going to win the game yeah. in um, overtime. At the dying seconds, he made a great glove stop. I think it would be, I mean, it's as an important stop, and it, it looked really good. But, like, it was, like, it dribbled off his glove, and mm-hmm. then he saved it again. But that would have looked, like, I don't know how it could have looked better, but I think it would if he caught it. Yeah. You know, but it was just an amazing save. And then number two was the um, great goal by Mark Stone in the game we were talking about. Yeah. This was one of his goals where he just dangled past defenseman and then he just um, put a top shelf on Sergei Bobrovsky. It's so funny because Mark Stone isn't one of, you know, the new, younger, you know, snipers in the league, but he's still got hands. Yeah, he's definitely got hands. And then um, number one was just something we see, like, a lot. And, and it's just amazing. Even though you see it so much, it's still unbelievable. It's another Connor McDavid highlight reel goal. Wow. He just blew past Brent Burns. Brent Burns. He just skated right past him, shielded off the puck from the dive block, and then just went forehand, back and forehand, top shelf on Arendelle. Wait, the same Brent Burns that is a like a what, five-time All-Star? Yeah. The same Brent Kearns. You heard it here, folks. Let's go to this day in NHL history. On the 7th of um, February in 1976, Daryl Sittler of the um, Toronto Maple Leafs had a 10-point night against the Boston Bruins in a 11-4 win. Wow. I mean, I don't know when's the last time do you think a player ever got a 10-point game. Maybe it could be Daryl Sittler. Uh, yeah, it might have been the last and only time that that's ever been done. On the 8th of February in 1983, All-Star Game festivities were still going on, and Wayne Gretzky scored four goals in the third period of the All-Star Game. Wayne Gretzky, he... He, he just has no mercy on goalies, even in the All-Star game. And then on the 9th of February in 1966 was the date that the NHL announced that they were going to add six new teams to the league after literally their whole history just being the same six teams. Yeah. The, o- the OG six. That's huge. And just think of all the teams. Um, Pittsburgh Penguins, Flyers, Blues and like a couple other Golden Seals didn't yeah. last very long, and uh, I think that maybe Gretzky did have mercy and he could have scored a lot more in the All Star game. Yeah, to be honest, Gretzky probably could have went all out and you know scored 104. Let's go to the birthdays of this week and then a hockey haiku with Julian. So, um, all the birthdays this week is coming from February 7th, and um, Stam Stephen Stamkos. Turned thirty, and um, Ryan O'Reilly turned twenty-nine, and Aaron Ekblad turned twenty-four. Wow, Aaron Ekblad, he's—I feel like it was just yesterday when he got drafted in what twenty fourteen, yeah, twenty fifteen, yeah, twenty fourteen. And let's hear what team got a hockey haiku this week. It's a fun team, the 
Carolina Hurricanes. Storm Surge. Or, as other would say, Bunch of Jerks. Yeah, and here's the haiku. They do the Storm Surge after every home win. They're, they, they're a great hockey team. I really do enjoy the Storm Surge, to be honest. It's just entertaining to see a bunch of hockey players just go out and do some stupid stuff. It's just very fun to watch, you know? And you did, they didn't do it in the playoffs. Yeah. And do you think it would help them or hurt them if they did? Well, I just feel like it might be a little, you know, disrespectful in the playoffs, especially maybe after, like, a handshake line if they won the True, game. True, yeah. You know, it'd just be weird, you know, just less sportsmanship in that. All right, so thank you for listening to this episode of Hockey Heads Podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed. If you did, go tell us at our Twitter, at Hockey underscore Heads. I'm Lyle. I'm Julian. And uh, see you in the next one. See ya. See ya. We're the Hockey Heads. We talk about hockey. We talk about hockey. A lot of hockey. We like hockey. We talk about hockey. Yes, we like hockey. Hockey Heads Podcast.